You're listening to the weekly Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm the Rez. And this is the Chief. Every week, we'll share our best ideas and strategies for placing bets on major sports. And try to make you a winning better. For the latest and greatest, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorsCA. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, the Chief. And welcome back to the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. As always, I'm joined by the Rez, and we're going to bring you another exciting week of pro sports betting breakdowns. This is episode 21, and the Super Bowl has just come and gone. What did you think of the big game, Rez? Did you watch it? Obviously, you watched it. Of course I watched it. Hello, 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 everybody. I I liked it. I really liked what happened there. It was nice and close. It was, uh, there was lead changes. There was, there was scoring. There was penalties that shouldn't have been penalties, like every Super Bowl. So it had everything you wanted. Some I was actually going for the Bengals, though. So, yeah, fair enough. It was close. Yeah. How did you? How did you, uh, how did you enjoy it? It was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. Had a couple of friends over. Kind of tried to do the normalcy thing. Had had some some good food, some good drinks. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It was hey, like I, you said. Is it was a little bit boring in the third there after the yeah you know that touchdown, but you know it, all all in all, it was a good game. Okay, we we, we can talk more about the act or what our actual picks and what happened later. But uh, I I was listening to a, another podcast today, and it had a very interesting football topic. It was on Freakonomics. On Freakonomics. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, they were talking about the long snapper. Okay. What about them? So do you know these guys make about $1 to $1.3 million? Just a person snapping the ball for punts and field goals. And he's different I did not than know that. like another, is that his only job or is he? That's their only teams? job. All the teams have now, so, so the roster, 48-man roster for every game. So you have 11 starters for uh, defense, 11 starters for offense. And then you have a full set of subs for each one. So that brings you up to 44. And mm-hmm. then that's when the coach then decides what are those four extra players they want. Do you want an extra guard? Do you want an extra uh, extra receiver? Almost every team makes sure that they have a long snapper as one of the four. I learned that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And that was that was I, I did not realize that it was just one one person just spot. long snapping. <laughs> No, definitely. It even went to the into the thing about how all the rules changed because before the long snapper was a big guy, and then the defense would just uh, angle two people at the snapper, and they would just plow him over and try to get the kicker right after the guy Freak snaps the ball. And then they changed the rules and made him uh, safe. Uh, I forgot what the term was. Basically, the person you can't somewhat untouchable. Right basically, that. yeah, right, right. So right. okay. Anyways, that was that was interesting. It was, it was a Super Bowl podcast too episode for them, but nice. So, yeah, so today we're going to what talk about our NFL, our, our, our NFL 2021-22 season wrap-up. Yep. We're going to run through our picks and what we did for the season. Uh, then we're going to go into NHL. We're going to recap our picks from last week on NHL and then also talk a bit about a few things about teams that are undervalued or overvalued. And then we'll touch a bit on NBA. And then we'll go to our regular segments of uh, a Twitter shout out and NFT talk, right? Sounds good. Let's get okay. rolling. So football, you had a pick. It was not very exciting because it ended in a push. It was a first half 
Rams minus three. Do you want yep. to talk about that? It's when, su- when he, sucky when he attempted that two-point convert uh, with his little fancy-dancy trick play, we knew it was over. But uh, anyways, I mean, a lot of th- there was a lot of interesting things that happened during the game. You know, unfortunate things, right? One of the props we were on, o- uh, Odell Beckham Jr., guy catches two nice balls, you know, before the game has even barely started, he's oh, we, yes, 52, we, had that, we had that prop. 52 out of 62 and a half yards. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, I hope he's all right. <clears throat> but anyways, that... Of course he's all right. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I, I, I This, this uh, MVP or whatever talk afterwards reminded me yeah. of the silly, corny movie reference. You probably know the title of the movie. But basically, there's two characters... And one guy goes, offense gets the glory, but defense, defense wins, wins the, game. the game. That's right. Double team. So, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis and Rodman. Dennis Rodman, that's right. <laughs> so Cooper Cup, you know, he's kind of contained a little bit, you know, does a, a final splash, you know, brings the glory, brings a final touch, second touchdown for himself. He gets the glory. But really, we know throughout the entire game, Aaron Donald is there providing the defense, holding back yep. Joe Burrow and everything, right? So. That was kind of funny when I was kind of going through some notes for, for the for our talk. Yeah, how how did our props do? I think they did all right. They did all we right. Had like your, uh, your field goal my thing long happened. Field goal one was good. Yep. There's pretty yep. much no field goals, so that was <laughs> perfect. Yeah, uh, I think and, overall, uh, I think yeah. the game didn't kind of pan out completely what I was, you know, the way I was thinking. But uh, you know, overall, I had the Rams going entering it in, so I was pretty yeah. happy with the result. Yeah, so I know you wanted to talk about recapping how our overall season did. We came out on top. Another profitable season for us. It wasn't as much as we hoped, but uh, it's still a winning season. Yeah. I think, yeah, we had, uh, let me just raise it out there. We were 55 and 46. We picked at 53%. Uh, Most of the bad stuff came late in the season, like in week 16, 17, 18, and we still managed to squeak out uh, just under five units for the season. Yeah. Well, I always like to do a quick little recap and just see where we're at um, relative to kind of four topics. Uh, home games, we were 7-7-1. Seven, yeah. seven and one. We had a push there. So, you know, nothing glamorous. Maybe we kind of overrated home field advantage. Who knows? Uh, away games against the spread, we were 17-11-1. So, you know, we, we, we were able to find some edges there. Uh, on the overs, 8, 10, and 1. So again, you know, a little bit uh, a little bit optimistic. But on the unders, we I think you, you had some good systems and, and good trends, although they didn't pan out near the end of the season. Near the end, yeah. a solid 23 and 18, so. Yeah. But I think next year, we'll, we'll be on these a little earlier here. We, have, we, we, we had a bunch of systems, I remember, that were supposed to perform better, but they underperformed. But I think the way that we bet them, it turned out still okay because we came out on top. But I think next season, it might average out. So we'll see. Yeah, we can do a little homework. Um, yeah. But that, that's it. I think, you know, NFL season's over. Uh, we'll, we'll come back much later on, months from now, I suppose, and uh, figure out how we want to start the season on the pod. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. That's football. All right. Over to the rink. Well, 
on the ice. How did we do last week in our podcast picks? We slammed it and knocked slammed. it out of the park. I had my underdog pick where I actually picked the Kraken. That's and the right. Kraken came through for me and won as a plus 138 underdog, which we called. That was great. And then you also had the Flames. I know we couldn't That's give right. out the odds during the pod because it was a little early. Uh, you picked a Saturday game while we recorded on a Thursday. Uh, and yeah, regulation, they, they smoked the Islanders 5-2. So we went 2-0 in the pod. So if you were to look at our pod picks for, for NHL, we are now 17-10 and 10 for Excellent. just under six units. So plus six units. Yeah. And our all overall right. NHL has, has gone killer. Like after, since the return from, from all, all the COVID break, uh, after December 28th, we're nearly up 15 units for, for NHL. So the overall season, we're, we're just under 11 units for this NHL season. And we're picking at 55%. That's Great. not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. So we're looking at the, the landscape again. We're, we're recording yeah. on a Friday night. So uh, yeah, we're changing it up. No more NFL. So we're going yeah. go to do you What do you schedule. have for this week? What do you got for maybe tomorrow, Saturday night, or, or daytime, I suppose, or on the weekend? Yeah, so I had a few looks. Uh, so there's two games I wanted to highlight. Uh, Colorado <clears throat> and Buffalo. So okay. obviously, Colorado will be a heavy favorite. So... The only way it's to bet this one for any kind of value. Range, I guess. Yeah. What, what do you What do you have? You have minus three something? Three? I, I I'm just guessing right now. But oh, okay, wow, it's three eighty is what okay. I see. So either that puck line there because the Avs are well rested for that game, um, and they've been playing, so it's not like they're over rested. Uh, so that I like those ones in a way away favorites. They have always worked out. I have a system for that where away. Teams have uh, rested more than the home team and their favorites. It's uh, re- the return on investment is twelve percent, and it, it's at sixty five percent when you pick it. But the only problem is that the, the odds are so bad. So that was one option. My second option, the more likely one, is the Kings versus Arizona. Arizona has not played since I think February 10th or 11th. So they are on a long, long break and I can see them sleeping, sleeping. So sleeping their way during college class while they're practicing in their little, are are they playing in that that stadium yet? Or is it that's that's next year or something? Yeah. Okay. It's it's coming later. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a regulation play for the Kings, even though they play tonight, it doesn't really matter because they all had a ton of break before. So I don't think anyone will be tired right now. So probably regulation. I don't know what the odds are right now. It's off the board. It'll probably be around minus 140 or minus 135 is my guess. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'm looking at. Did you, did you see anything? Yeah, actually, I like Calgary again. Um, yes. Uh, Kraken. The, <laughs> Kraken, right? We, we this is our, them, right? Our, our, uh, our bread and butter type pick. So I, I like the puck line. You know, they're just playing so well right now. Um, and they they added uh, Tyler to Foley, so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be great for them. Uh, so that one is kind of like our you know podcast listeners will will will, will recognize that very easily. Another quite interesting one I, I'm looking at is uh, uh, Vancouver versus the Ducks. Yeah. So the Ducks are playing four game uh, or three games in 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 four nights, 
and they've been getting pummeled. And the Canucks have kind of finally found their way, and and uh, they seem to have a good cadence. They're eight, one, and two uh, after a win on a single day's rest. So I feel like they they can uh, you know build on some of the wins that they've had so far and uh, kind of recover their season. And we've we both kind of said the Ducks are going to come down to earth a little bit, which they have. Yeah, they they started so strong, but there was no chance they were going to keep that up. Yeah, they were first for a while. They yeah exactly I think the first two months exactly, and then actually uh, another one that I found quite interesting is the Boston and Ottawa under. I think under uh, both, come. both teams are missing a lot of kind of key players, including Marchand, who's um, yeah. uh, suspended, right? And seems like when they play each other, it's the the matchup is the under. So I think the um, Ottawa goalie's hot too right now, right? Matt Murray, if he starts, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that one maybe we'll 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 hold on to take a look at the starters tomorrow and. And we can maybe put post that down on Twitter, but definitely my pick would still be the the Flames uh, at puck line. So. Did, did you see my joke that I put on Twitter for the for the cracking? No, I didn't. What did you I say? Told, I said the Kraken is basically if you want fixed income. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Well, yeah. we. we <laughs> we're, we're the Kraken experts here. When we pick them, they win, and then when we don't pick. When we pick against them, I think we need to go back and see how profitable we are with the Kraken. I, I have a yeah. feeling we're we're up tons of units, whether yeah. betting for or against them, mostly against them, obviously. But so what's just what's this kind week of interesting three for three? <clears throat> what's kind of interesting is there, you know, I think we were talking the other day how, to some degree, I feel like the Flames could be a cup contender right now. You know, they're definitely playing like one. Oh, they're on fire. Uh, they're on fire. They're trading Literally. like one, right? They're traded for Toffoli. And, and it's kind of like sucks for Mark Giordano because. You know, he helped kind of build the team up a little bit, and and then he got pummeled, uh, punted out to the Kraken, which was from a managerial move, probably the right move. But um, maybe I, I saw some rumors they might so, trade, so maybe trade the for whole him back time. or something. Sorry, who? They they might want to trade back for them or something. Oh, I, I don't. That's that's a rumor. I don't know. It, why would you trade him trade back for him with, uh, when your team is doing so well? You don't want to make yeah. like who knows? Maybe he was the problem. Maybe back then, poor guy. So, All right. So well, I know Calgary's uh, like plus seventeen hundred or plus eighteen hundred for the cup. So if they're one of the let's say six, five or six teams right now that are true mm-hmm. contenders, which probably is, is is about right. You know, there's value there. Yeah. Well, one other thing, team I, I wanted to me- mention before we close off on hockey is is the Winnipeg Jets. Now the Winnipeg Jets is had a good horrible, or bad. Well, they had yeah. a horrible January. Their goal differential in January per game was almost minus one. It was like minus 0.7 something. But they've they've kind of scratched and 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 uh, and, and played their way back a little bit in their last eleven games. They're five, four, and two with a positive goal differential. New coach, maybe finally, you know, making uh, making some uh, some differences, and hopefully they'll get Ehlers back in a couple weeks. So. I feel like uh, we might be seeing some Jets bets. I'm, I'm just giving you the so maybe there's some value there because I I see I see they in January they have what six game six game losing streak in November they have five game losing streak they just tons of losing streaks that they were on this whole season so they they yeah. need to win a lot of games they need to win to a lot of games and I mean they have the personnel and let's yeah. say some veteran leadership to try and re- recover their season so let's let's see where we where we see them. I still don't believe in them. 
Hellebuck, I, I just he's, can't he's supposed see that to be TV. good. You know, <laughs> his first the opening of his season was horrible. So hopefully, he can find his form. Yeah. And let's see if we can. Well, I think I think the pro- one problem with the Jets is they they lean on the goalie too much. Hellebuck, has, I think he starts almost every game. He's almost like uh, Calgary Flames and, the, and Markstrom. Yeah. But so I that's a big toll. But who knows if that can last or not? All right. Well, let's see, and uh, I guess our listeners will find out if we tweet about the Jets. Uh, you got anything else for hockey? That's it. All right. And now we hit the hard court. NBA. Oh, hard We're kind of off and on there. I, I know we had a tough week at the start of the week, but I think we clawed some back. We're still sitting at, what, 14 units plus? So yeah, that's good. Our system has created some really in- interesting bets. We we bet over two forty four the other day. Um, you know, had to get into overtime. That one hit. Us. I remember seeing that yeah. hit. Yeah, but two forty nine um, or something or two forty six. Yeah, but uh, in February we're seven five on these overs, seven and five. Uh, okay. That one of the, one of the teams that's powering through for us on these overs is the Timberwolves, and and also the Bucks. Between the two of them, they're six and one. So. We'll try and uh, see if we can kind of capitalize more on these, these, uh, these trends. Okay. So right now, this upcoming week though is, is the uh, is the All Star game, right? So they they're taking a little break. Yeah, they're taking a little break. We're we're gonna take a little bit of a break, but uh, you know, All Star game fun. I'm sure people like to bet on things like the the three point contest and uh, the 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 skills challenge or the slam dunk winner. Um, yeah. I took a peek. Do you have anything? I took a peek at the game total. And uh, it's crept up in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, it was 307, 310. And this year right now, the line is at 321 and a half. Um, 321 not, and, a half. and a half. I'm thinking so about the under. Because oh. the, the reason why is they've changed. In the last few years, they changed the rule for the fourth quarter. The and fourth they care quarter, now. They care and they now. Care. So they yeah, they defense. care a little bit. So the fourth quarter only goes to... Like twenty four more points than the highest team total from the previous, like the third quarter. So it's not like an unlimited quarter like the other three quarters anymore. Yeah. And the other reason why I like the under is last year one of the teams was shooting like almost sixty percent for three uh, in an All Star game, which is actually way above normal averages even for an All Star game. So I feel like you know everyone's thinking over all the time. It would be a good opportunity to uh, sneak in. The, what what was last under. year's score? Do you have it with you or no? It's uh, three. Last year's score was three twenty, on a okay. total of three ten and a half. And one and of the this year's totals three twenty. I think they shot fifty over fifty percent on threes, which is kind of rare even for an all star game. Okay. So if, you, if there's anything that people are curious about, I feel like that's. Okay. That's worth you, you know what I noticed though on one of our systems here. You know, our best performing one, that first half money line where the dog is uh, being bet on, that's yep. still working out, huh? The one where we're yeah. looking at coaches. Yeah, that one's still working out. Although it's cooled off a little bit, I think. Yeah. In the last uh, maybe couple weeks, is is four and five, right? But. Uh, I think we'll it'll pick up again. There's there's been some trades and injuries kind of settling out. So this little break will help. So we'll, okay. we'll hopefully it works out in the second those. half of the season then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We usually we usually don't have too much to talk about for basketball. We kind of just basketball is more of a a numbers game for us. We just we we, we know our trends. 
we don't really pay attention to the actual players to be honest but we don't care we just we know what yeah, trends I think are we out there stick it's with a, trends high that volume. We, exactly yeah. that makes sense um and, and it's high volume like you don't need to know about the game that's that's the whole point here we're trying we're, we're not trying to be experts like we're not trying to analyze the game like Shaq and Charles Barkley so. <laughs> I'm sure they're analyzing well we'll the let game. them do that and we'll just give you the numbers and give you winning bets how about that awesome sounds good all right so, okay. I think that's it for basketball yeah that's that's I don't have anything else to ask you there so sounds good all right well how about we we jump over to our personalities and, and nfts yes these are one of my two favorite parts of this pod so this last week i i gave my pick of a twitter profile so this week is your turn so i know yeah. you 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 got something for me who who who's your highlight so i think one thing part maybe because it's the super bowl we're talking about props and things like that you know prop betting has been a, a little curiosity of mine and i think uh, early on you you'd mentioned someone that um, that we were following and voila. I, I was curious yeah voila voila, voila. So i'm curious about like I guess because there's so much more uh, betting interest now, um, there's more bets being offered to more people. Uh, people are also looking for more research, right? More data. And I noticed yeah. there was this one company, um, and you know I'm not endorsing them by any means, uh, but just you know notice that they are kind of like a prop research specialty house. And the Twitter handle is at props.cash. Uh, the dot being dot, and I think it's worth checking out. I think they have like a two week trial. You can t you can you can test out, and basically it's an easy interface to allow you to filter through players. Um, you know, in 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 today's kind of uh, uh, matchups, and let's say hockey, you know, who are the top shooters, blah blah blah, and then they give you kind of the last ten games, and you can kind of plot out some trends. Yeah, I, I'm going through their Twitter as you speak right now. So yeah, I'm, I'm, it's quite interesting. It's a very friendly user interface. Yeah, so I think that's definitely worth checking out. Like, especially everyone's trying to find a little bit of simple edge, simple data to, you know, make uh, informed decisions. So definitely props, I feel like, uh, are an area where more information is coming out. And if you can find some edges early on in this kind of market, uh, it's probably going to work to your advantage. So I noticed on their Twitter, they're not actually tweeting out any picks. I see they retweet other people, yeah, including Walla, who who I highlighted, uh, I think three weeks back, uh, yep. their their picks. And I, I've noticed that they're they're kind of just. Uh, so I guess you have to do your own research on whether those people that they're retweeting are actually any good or not. Yeah, there was one curious one I saw and. You know, from a principal point of view, I, I kind of agree. I saw this guy, his his uh, alias is uh, Plunder the Under. Plunder the Under. That's a and good one. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, his name is revealing what his strategy is. But it sounds like he's been writing match, uh, Max uh, Pacioretty's under in shots, which kind of makes sense because I believe usually Max plays with Mark Stone. And Stone yeah. is like injured right I, now. I see this, I see this one here. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm reading so, it right now. Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff is a little bit of common sense back with, you know, back by some some data and research. So um, I'm definitely going to check it out a bit more. And, and uh, you know, a lot of these kind of situations we're, we're aware of, we'll try and capitalize on them, uh, you know, in other ways. Okay. 
No, that's a good that's a good find. I I it's it's very interesting. I I see their interface. I see the people that are using it. It looks uh it looks clean. That's what I like about it. Yeah, easy easy to access okay. information. So how about now we get into our NFT then, our sports NFT. So every week yes. we've been bringing forward sports NFTs. So last week I gave the tennis one for Stan Wawrinka. This week your turn, right? What do you have? What What do you have this week for us for NFTs? Yeah, this week I'm I'm going down the golf path. So golf. kind of one thing I, f- I feel that's cool about NFTs is you know bringing together groups of people uh, who kind of have a common idea or theme, right? So it's almost kind of like a giant Groupon, right? Um, but at the same time, you can kind of like voice your input, um, kind of check out what the 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 team or the club is all about. Uh, so the one that I found quite interesting uh, is around golf. What's and it called? It's, based, it's called the Meta Country Club. Okay. So MCC. Meta Country Club. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, their roadmap is fairly simple. They want to uh, uh, collect over 10,000, or not over, but 10,000 users, right? Or 10,000 members, you know, build a membership, start something, in the sandbox virtual world, but really surround it around you know events, swag, gifts. So real life you events. Know, you know, real real life I- events complemented with some digital stuff as well. Okay. And right. how many how many are they releasing? Is it one of the ten thousand ones? Five. I think it's one, one of the ten thousand ones. They right. haven't on released a date yet, right? Um, I feel like it's still fairly early on. Okay. Um, so is this an Ether one or a Solana? I think it's Ether. Okay, and um, you know it's kind of hosted by two uh, previous Div One golfers, right? Uh, yeah. And you know I feel golf is something that you can get a lot of in people's interest in, um, and uh, people are willing to travel for golf, for example, right? So uh, that kind of experience is always a lot of fun. Um, you know I'm always I, I've been to the the U.S. Open, I've been to the Masters. You know would love to go to some of the other key events. So, you know, doing that with in a group of people in a kind of a setup setting would be really cool, right? So definitely going to follow. I, I, I'm, I'm looking through their site right now. These guys, they have their handicap as one of their profiles. One of them is two and a half handicap. Other ones, one and a half. Are, are these the uh, pros? These are, Valiant well, I banks. guess if they went to school in golf, they must be pretty decent. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, it's a very unique one, I have to say, because it, it, it looks like something that could definitely have real life usage because they could do memberships and joint collaborations with actual golf courses. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. and, and, you know, basically, you know, imagine you you've got your NFT, you 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 go, with, got, buddies. You know, go with your buddies and and take advantage of cool experiences that people kind of package together. Right. So. Um, yeah, so so it's kind of on the same topic. That's kind of like what happened with, with uh, Meta fans, right? Like they had their Super Bowl party. So you own a few Meta fans. That's right. I uh, own a but few Meta fans. Unfortunately, didn't go. Didn't go, but I did win the Super Bowl playoff bracket. And that yeah, was that's cool. that's congratulations on that. That's that was good. Yeah. So I mean, I think right now, uh, in terms of my personal NFT world, I'm looking for these. Uh, uh, projects where you know obviously there's some nft raw interest in the art or whatever um, but mm-hmm. for me it's kind of unique experiences and you know value you can get from the community or the group that you're 
you're involved with, right? Yeah. Hey, so back to the Meta Country Club, I didn't know. Ask, uh, did they say what the price might be, the mid price? I don't see it on their website. I I, I don't think so. I'm or just kind of getting Discord? into their Discord a little bit, um, yeah. and they're just kind of plotting it out now. How okay. I came across it was uh, there was a, a social like an influencer that I follow on Instagram. And I guess, you know, these people are just, they're just starting to reach out and, and, uh, 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 you know, promote this, this group. So yeah, I'm definitely okay. going to follow and, and see how this goes. That's good. Well, as, 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 as we are getting less and less to talk about in terms of NFL, maybe we might, uh, add longer segments for NFTs. There's just so much to talk about in that space in the future. Who knows? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, you got anything else? I think that's a really good episode we had, considering awesome. it's the last NFL, and uh, we'll see what we do next. Sounds good. Well, that's it for episode 21 of the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're going to always post more picks throughout the week. I'm your host, The Chief, signing off. And this is The Rez. As always, happy betting, everybody. Happy betting, everybody.